0: Some have called the release of iOS 14.5 for the iPhone Armageddon for digital advertisers like Facebook and Google. And yet a few days after the release, it feels like nothing has changed. The latest iPhone software requires app makers to ask for permission to track users across other apps and across the web. And expected, it's expected up to two-thirds of users will opt out of being tracked. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow, and this is Jason Squared. On today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at Apple's new app tracking transparency feature. Perlow, you seen any prompts yet? Have you been asked if you can be tracked?
1: No, you know, you and I have been talking about this for a few days, and it very much feels like the calm before the storm. And, uh, well, we've had, you know, uh, eight months of calm before the storm to deal with. You know, Apple announced these changes a long time ago that they were coming. They gave advertisers and platforms a lot of advance notice of what they were going to be doing. So now, uh, you know, iOS 14.5 has now been released. People are updating their devices to it. And we are now waiting for apps to come on the App Store that are compliant with Apple's required changes.
0: Yeah, Apple first announced it back at WWDC 20, which would have been late June because they delayed it yeah, a little bit. Late June correct. of 2020. And yep. originally it was supposed to, this new feature was supposed to launch with iOS 14 in September, October timeframe. Apple delayed it probably first. You know, because of some pushback they received by the bigger tech giants. And now we officially have it iOS 14.5, which was released, you know, towards the end of April 2021. And you're right, like apps as of April 26th, any new updates, any new apps have to be built and submitted with this app tracking, uh app transparency feature built into it, which essentially means when you Depending on your phone settings, when you open an application, if that application uses any information to track you across other apps or across the web on your iPhone or your iPad, they have to ask for permission to track you. And I don't know a lot of people that right out of the gate are going to say, yeah, go ahead, please track what I do on my phone across all these apps and in, in, in the web. And obviously the big players here, Facebook, probably the biggest, are pretty upset about these changes because that's how they make all of their money. Uh, I don't know. I I welcome this feature. I wish Google would put it into Android, which will never happen, but I, I'm pretty excited to have this feature on my phone.
1: We should talk a little bit, though, about how the mechanics of this particular feature works, because I was actually a little confused about it myself until I was reading something that uh, good old Walt Mossberg posted on Facebook uh, last night. Um, and I'm like, oh, I didn't realize this was the default behavior. So if you go into the settings uh, um, part of your iPhone and you go to um, Privacy, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's the tracking uh, sub f- sub menu there. Yep. The the default setting I think on most iPhones is to by default to tell all apps do not track me, which is, which is, in other words, the slider is set to off, right? Yes. Because what the slider's implicit uh, behavior is, if you turn it on, is to tell apps to request to track you, which means you will get a prompt. But the default is, don't allow them to request. By default, tell them you cannot. So that's something that is that is important to understand, is by default, if you leave that setting off, Nothing will track you,
0: Yeah, they won't even ask you, which they I won't think even is, ask you right man, that's that's a there's a lot of frameworks, and there's a lot of companies that provide app developers you know to gather statistics and crash reports and bugs and usage reports and, and all that that are built SDKs that are built into apps that we use, but those SDKs also turn around and sell data about users. and so there's some apps that probably don't even realize that they're collecting data for an SDK, right? And so by uh, by doing this, it, it gives those companies that make all of their money by tracking users through other apps, it, it, there's zero revenue coming in now for iPhone and iPad users. I wish this was on the Mac, but it's not quite yet, which I can no. see why. But um, what do you think about where are you gonna where are you gonna put your switch? Is it on or off? What are you gonna do? So
1: so for the purposes of understanding how the feature works, I currently have the feature turned on, which is in the words, uh-huh. tell the apps to say request a track. Once I start seeing a couple of those prompts, I'll probably then just go back to default, which is off, which is don't ever track me any and don't even ask me. So um, I think that's an interesting implicit behavior that Apple is setting. Which is this, because it's clear that their their position on this is we don't want our any of our users being tracked at all, and it and and we are we're going to insist that you ask if, if 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 the user wants it. So that's really it. It's it's interesting because you know Apple does have its own advertiser network.
0: Yeah, right for the um, App
1: Store for the App Store. So it, it, you could interpret this as them wanting to silo advertising in their in their. In 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 their ecosystem, right, and that has other implications in the industry. That 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 kind of leaves Apple open for for comment, you know, for, for by 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 its competition and by you know regulators, right. So um, I think there's a there's yes, it's this is good for users and that you know we are less likely to be tracked now that this thing is 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 turned on is essentially by default turned on, um, and you know it's going to affect the way we look at content online, right? Because, you know, the, I haven't gotten into the, the actual d- data elements of all the different, you know, p- potential things that are used to to track you. I mean, it's a long list of stuff of identifiers and and and, and various objects and things that can be passed between advertisers and platform sites. Because essentially, this is, this, is a, this is a identification, you know, interchange system. IDFA. So for example, if you are looking at um something on Amazon. Um potentially in the Amazon, you know, in the in the Amazon purchasing app or something or are 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 there or, or in Safari. Um potentially you will see certain things appear uh on Facebook, right? Uh you know, and and or if you're looking at uh videos on YouTube, the suggestions for what you may want what they want you to look at may be Influenced by things that you look at on other sites and other platforms, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, so by turning this stuff off, that level of personalization is lost. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so, I don't. Yeah.
0: I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. No. Look, they can predict and and even influence people's behavior. Look, we've seen it with Facebook as far as the elections have gone over the last few years, and. and all the other stuff that come covid you know goes along with it advertisers are able to predict what you're going to want or at least try to influence a direction you're going to go by all of this tracking and so i do i care at the core level if i'm trying to research a good butcher knife and you know, a day or two later, I see an ad that may be perfect for me because of a Google search from a couple of days ago or even a couple hours ago. Do I care that those are going to disappear if I have this setting off? Not at all. Uh, you know, I'm fine with doing my own research and not being targeted by an advertising network um, in order to, you know, give up some of my data just for a better recommendation. Like, I'm perfectly OK with that.
1: I am okay with that. Um, you know, it, it, what I do think is going to be interesting is how this is actually going to affect um, certain types of advertising. Now, what I'm understanding is the the, the initial estimates are uh, a 20 to 40 percent revenue shortfall among yeah. things like you know game developers and smaller game, de- even larger game developers. So. Um, and we're talking about you know outbound advertising outside of App Store, right? We're talking like you know you know it, you know ads for like games and stuff you'll see on Facebook and, and other and other platforms and stuff. You know, obviously Apple with its own advertising network can you know. Um, the, I think the question is, you know, which advertising network now are they going to choose? Is are they going to be be spending more time on Apple's advertising network, and advertising with within within, um, within apps, you know, and things like that. Um, uh, so I think the dynamics is going to change a lot. Um, what I really want to know here, and I want to see, um, is does is this going to affect Apple's exposure to antitrust? Because, right. as we saw, uh, I don't know if you've been following the news, Jason, but uh, I was just looking at you know tech meme yesterday, and uh, it it appears uh, that the European Union is about to file uh, some sort of charges against Apple. Uh, um, you know, now understand that, you know, in the EU, uh, that if you are convicted of, you know, of like antitrust charges of this type of thing, um, that is equivalent to a fine of, I believe, one year, 10% of one year's global revenues. So if <laughs> Apple makes $80 or $90 billion a year, we're talking potentially a, an 8 or $9 billion fine.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a hefty fine to pay. And and they're getting yeah. themselves into a lot of trouble with antitrust. You know, the Epic lawsuit is about to kick off here, or the trial and It was about yeah. to kick off. And I was reading just this morning on Twitter before we got on that uh, part of the, the filing talked about this ad blocking or ad tracking feature. And Apple justified being able to block ads for networks that then share that data with other networks as user privacy, whereas Apple has its own data and it doesn't share it with anyone. And that's how how it justified the fact that you can't opt out of Apple's ad tracking technology, but only everyone else's. And I kind of see where they're going with that, but at the same time, it feels a little hypocritical
1: it is feel a little hypocritical now of course you know these eu charges are related to uh, a case that was started an uh, investigation that was started i believe in 2019 or 2018 so this has been going on in the eu for a while um related specifically to uh, app store you know dominance right so what so if if they were to be convicted um for such a thing not only would they have a hefty fine but they would have to implement changes uh, in the software potentially i would assume to allow uh, you know, additional app stores to be loaded or, or whatnot. I don't know exactly how the remediation would uh, details would be. Um, you know, I don't know if we're necessarily talking split up of app store from Apple or, or, or other things, um, but that would be, you know, that would be, I think, you know, if we see a case like that from the EU, I think it's very likely we're going to see one in the United States as well, um, because based on, on the certain lines of investigation going on in Congress, you know, right now. So um, I think that we are... Not just in the beginning of Calm Before the Storm for advertisers. I think we're in Calm Before the Storm for Apple as well.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on that. You know, One of the companies that was the most vocal about these changes, and they even took out a full-page ad with a letter written by Mark Zuckerberg, is Facebook. They really were upset just a few months ago about these changes. And here in the last few months, they've changed their tune. Zuckerberg especially has talked about how beneficial – this ah, change well. is going to be for Facebook because now who has all the data, right? But to be very clear, this feature only works on your iPhone and your iPad. If you sit down on a Chromebook, a nope. Android tablet, Android yep. phone, a Mac, a Windows PC, you are still being tracked and that data is still being collected about you. So this only a- applies to two devices right now, which granted there's billions or a billion iPhones out there. Uh, So it's a lot of devices. But Zuckerberg says, hey, you know what? We actually think we're going to be better off because we have all the data that advertisers want. And so now you have to come to us if you want to target people. What do you you think that's?
1: Well, the dynamics are unusual here because so Facebook makes most of its revenue from advertising. Yeah. Google makes most of its revenue from advertising. Apple does not make most of its revenue from, although it is a growing business for them, right? So, I think that for Facebook to be or or Google to start um, walling themselves up within their own platforms is something that may not be good for either of them, especially for Google, right? Because Google, you know, you have Android devices are I think like you know the the number the number one you know uh, mobile device. You know, sure. it's type in the world. Not to say that Google's own devices are, but uh, but Google, but Android, Android devices. Android is the
0: most popular operating system. I mean,
1: system, right? It, by by far. Okay. So, um, they they the question is, would if they would look to restrict you know advertising to their own ad networks, you know AdSense, and you know start uh, you know uh, restricting other advertising networks such as Facebook's you know, on their devices in the same way Apple has, uh, I don't know if it would work out necessarily as well for them. The same same thing for Facebook. So um, I think there's going to be a certain stickiness of personal data. So in other words, Facebook may start to hold certain types of data closer to the vest when you're using their platform, you know, Uh, to give them a competitive advantage over other advertisers. But uh, it's going to be weird to see how this this. You know, Game of Thrones kind of politics
0: works or maybe out. Maybe it's not even holding it close to the vest, but maybe it's charging more for those could very be. targeted ads. Y- yes, because unless yes. we have the data, you don't. You can't even get it. So if you want to target these people, you're going to have to come to us and and you're going to pay for it too. I mean, at, when when I first heard that it was, you know, Zuck was saying it's going to help Facebook, I was like, yeah, right. And then I I looked into it more, and I think he made the comments on Clubhouse, and I did some reading afterwards, and. You know, there, there's something there for them having all the data that they have and being essentially the number one broker in the world for targeted ads. In a way, I know Google competes with them quite well, but they have a lot of personal information.
1: They have a great deal of personal information. Um, now, there's also another angle to this, which I don't think has been as easily is discussed as much. And I was reading about it yesterday. I think I mentioned it to you, is the issue of um, platform. Data interoperability and, and 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 personal data portability. So when we when we're talking about data portability, we're talking about being able to move your own data that that you maintain on a platform, right, to someone else's platform, right, for for whatever reason. Now, there hasn't been a lot of huge need to do that yet. But that's something that may be more important in the future. Like if, if you if you wanted to have an exodus of say your pictures, your photos, your posts, right? And you want to be able to transplant those posts to, let's say, someone starts up another, you know, social media type platform or something, or let's say you're on Twitter and you know you want to say, you know what, I want to go to some, you know, to 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 some other, to parlor. some other Twitter parlor or some other exactly some other competitor, right? Um, I want to be able to take my 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 ball and go home right? Yeah. Take all my junk yeah. and, and then I'm moving, I move. I, it would be that much more difficult to move across platforms, you know? It,
0: how would it be more difficult?
1: Well, if, 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 APIs were closed down, if, 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 you know, if, if there was no data export capabilities and things like that, that were, uh, if, they, if, it, if it wasn't structured in a way that, that made sense, sure. you know, like, yeah. like maybe they'll let you do a data dump, but then, but then that data is not structured in any way that, that, that will allow you to import it into something, right? It'll just be yeah. you know a, a bucket full of, of image files or a bucket full of text files and good luck.
0: Completely you know, unrelated, but you know, in, in a way I feel like it kind of is. Maybe it's antitrust related. Apple just launched a tool that will export your iCloud photos to Google Photos. It, they it's have. an official it's an official tool of taking your data elsewhere. So I think that problem that doesn't play into ads at all, but it probably plays into the antitrust stuff you were talking about just a minute ago. So another big aspect of this is the repercussions if a developer gets caught not using the prompt or if they offer to unlock features if you approve app tracking yeah ad tracking in an app Apple will at least what they've said publicly is if they catch an app doing either one of those things, they Forget will it. kick them out of the app store. They are done. Their developer account is shut down and it just, it, it, you know, it's, it's the number one rule as far as app and ad tracking goes now on iOS. I, do you think that's a um, reasonable punishment for these developers? Or do you think that is Apple going a little too far?
1: Well, you know, Apple's had all kinds of rules on the App Store that some people have thought have been extreme for a very long time. I don't think it's any more extreme than anything else they've ever done. to be perfectly blunt. I mean, you know, they 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 they've yanked people for for much smaller reasons. You know, or or or, or temporarily disabled their apps for for much smaller reasons.
0: Yeah, I don't know if you followed the news of all the apps that are basically scams that trick you into yeah using face ID or touch ID to approve a subscription without yeah. realizing that's what you've approved. You know, they say, we're going to scan your face. So we know it's you or, you know, whatever, there's a fake prompt that comes up and then real quick, they flash the subscription authorization page and you sign up for, you know, a hundred dollar a month app without realizing it. And it, a lot of people takes a little while before they realize what's going on. And uh, the, these apps are making millions of dollars and, and they're, they're a big problem in the app store. And yet, they're not getting kicked out, <laughs> you know. And I get this is dealing with people's private data, but that's dealing directly with hard-earned money. And I, I just don't. It, to me, it's very easy to find those scammy apps that are abusing subscriptions. I, it should be a level playing field at that point, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's clearly bad actors there um, that are that are skirting the lines of what's acceptable and allowed on terms of service. Um, I would like to see Apple take a much more uh, active approach on on keeping those players out. Um, But, you know, Apple is a huge... I mean, the App Store is a huge, huge ecosystem. Sure. I don't know how many people they have monitoring this thing and and looking at every single app submission and testing it and how the mechanics of how, you know, the in-app purchases work on every single app. You know, I mean, I'm sure they have a certain amount of automated systems that do a certain amount of, of re- automated regression testing and stuff. But there's a certain amount that are not going to be caught by human beings.
0: Sure. Sure. You I get that. And it's going to be um, interesting to see how it how they go about trying to track down and figure out who's abusing or skirting the new app tracking feature as well. I mean, there's going to be apps that get through and we're going to hear stories, whether it's two weeks from now or six months from now, of apps that have been collecting data. Uh, in the background, with you know, without user permission, and you know how Apple handles that at the time, we'll we'll just have to wait and see.
1: I agree. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting you know couple of months to see what happens with 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 this app tracking if it really starts affecting revenues big time, um, and what and what the, and what the behaviors are going to be like. Are people going to flip that switch and say yeah, ask me to track, or are they just are a lot of people just not even going to touch the thing, you know? Uh, yeah. And and then suddenly you know revenues are going to tank because uh, nobody is authorizing at all you know so it it'll be interesting to see again you know what happens I I, I definitely think that this is a a huge behavioral change for for iOS um, you know it is yeah and 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 I, like I said I think Apple has opened up a Pandora's box of antitrust eyeballs um, with this. Um, Not to say that it wasn't already moving in that direction, but this is, I think, has accelerated that process.
0: Did you watch the video Apple released on the day iOS 14 launched that explained what this new feature is and why they brought it to their devices?
1: No, I did not.
0: It was a cute little video that was probably a minute and a half and explained how companies can use data to track you to do this and that. They didn't name any one company, but it was very clear they wanted to shout Facebook about 10,000 times in a minute and a half of what this company was doing. And they talked about how they use data to influence people and and change your behavior and all of this. But the, the core of the message was... You should have the choice on your own total privacy, and you should not have to chase down these companies to get them to stop tracking you. You should be given that choice from day one and opt in instead of opt out, which is another controversial part of this, right? Most times when there's features like this, you have to opt out of being tracked. Well, this one you have to explicitly opt into being tracked, which puts the advertisers and ad trackers at a huge disadvantage because most people are not going to go in and change that feature. And even if you do that now, odds of you seeing a prompt, at least right now, are pretty low. Facebook has said that they are going to comply and they are slowly rolling out the feature, I guess, presumably through a server side change because it's not like you know they could only see app updates to 100,000 users, and then another 100,000 the next day. So the feature's presumably in the app right now, and on the server side, they're switching it on slowly for more users to make sure there's not a negative impact on the experience within their app. So it could be a month, two months, before Facebook has completely rolled out this feature and you see the prompt uh, when you open the app. And so this is gonna be, I think, a lot slower of a decrease in revenue for these companies than what was initially expected, right? We had always heard and the way it was talked about and covered by the media is once this goes live, man, revenue is going to just tank that day. But Mm -hmm. I've had the feature on, since I started using iOS 14.5 beta, what was it, February 1st when they released it? Yeah, I don't
1: know. They went through beta eight or something like that. So I've been using it since beta one. It's been a few months
0: and apps have been updating throughout that time. I've been part of some beta testing of apps and I have yet to receive a single prompt. And so I think this is, I think short term, we're probably not going to see a big impact, but longer term, I think that's when we'll start to see revenue drop for companies and maybe revenue rise for Facebook because companies are having to turn to them
1: yeah it's it, 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 it's 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 very interesting that we've 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 now set up all these all that we've gone we've gone walled garden you know across the board not not just at Apple because of this is you know all the 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 fences are are all gonna be put up um yeah, you know this is not this is not the internet that we wanted right? This is not my beautiful house. You know, this is, <laughs> right. this is not right. This is, this is not my beautiful, you know, open internet of, of, of data exchange and standards and, and, you know, and participation and good faith and all this stuff. This is now, you know, you know, you're in my house, you're, these are my rules pretty much everywhere you go. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, and you can't take your junk out of my, out of my house, even whatever you've collected, you know.
0: Well, that's what happens when people abuse data. Yeah. Yeah. Companies abuse data. Any closing thoughts, Perlo?
1: No, no closing thoughts on this one. I, uh, like I said, I'm waiting for the prompts just as much as you are. Uh, you know, uh, my my wife asked me about it. I'm like, uh, yeah, just keep it where it keep is, it
0: turned off. Yeah, keep don't, it turned off. I I'm will like, be keeping mine turned off for all of eternity. I believe is what I told you, and I mean that. I I have zero desire to be tracked anywhere. I don't care. About no, I I,
1: I I I want to see the first couple of prompts, and then I'm switching it off. I'm like, yeah. you know, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah, the I only that Facebook
0: out. app I have installed is Instagram, um, and I've been opening it up every, you know, once in a while, couple days, every couple times a day, just to see if the prompt is there yet. So I don't even have the Facebook app installed, but I've been launching like Reddit and other apps, and none of them have prompted me yet. But once I start getting the prompts, I'm just turning it off. Never be requested again. It's something I won't even have to think about, and I think we're all better off for that.
1: Agreed, Jason.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlow. And this is Jason Squared. We truly pl- appreciate you listening. Make sure to check out more of our work at ZDNet.com.